All right, everyone. We are back once again for another round of Brie Hunter is fucked. Um, the irony being that Brie Hunter is not getting fucked in the traditional way as of late. I um, I just realized yesterday that because I haven't really seen anybody since the start of the pandemic, I have not been touched by another human in five months. And I literally, I was saying to Al earlier that I'm thinking about making a gyno appointment just so I can get some physical affection. <laughs> it's weird living in LA without like family or friends or anything like that, right? Yeah, or a significant other. Um, I mean, have you, I mean, you, well, I, I know you and I saw each other and we did hug, which was yeah, like. Tw- twice. We, we saw each other twice. We hugged twice. I think that's the extent of, uh, <laughs> of, of the, what we're seeing. Of the physical affection. I know it sounds so crazy, but it's true. I'm one of those people. I'm being really careful. Um, I don't have like a boyfriend or like a steady fuck buddy. I don't really see my friends, you know, too often. Um, so yeah, I was like, how sad is that? That I have not touched another human um in that long I actually did go to a doctor's appointment but they didn't even touch me I wanted them to like I was like looking at Dr. Lou and I was like please (laughs) please touch me Dr. Lou I I need I crave it um it's so bad but I also I received a dick pic the other day on Instagram which I you know, normally when I get them, I'm kind of like, ugh, like, why are you sending this to me? But because it's been so long, there was this air of nostalgia about it. Like, I was like, oh, I remember you, old friend. I remember <laughs> remember what you used to be like. I yeah. You think, I, you think COVID affected penis sending? I, oh, definitely. I think that it's just like everything else. People have too much time on their hands. And they're just, you know, sending out dick pics left and right. But I've always, like, I in the last four years, like, let's put it this way. For as long as I've been putting my tits on Instagram, I've been getting unsolicited dick pics in return. That's sort of the <laughs> the unwarranted transactional nature of it. Um, Is there such a, th- uh, such a thing as a good dick pic? I mean... If I'm dating you and we're sexting, yeah, but to just th- send one out like a fucking mailer for Bed Bath and Beyond is like wild. Who? <laughs> but what if this guy's like ripped? He's got a he's got a giant dong. Does that do anything for you? No, I I don't really care what it looks like. I don't know why you're sending it to me out of the blue. And you know what's funny? Some guys are really bold and they'll just send it from their account. Like they don't care. I think they're kind of like an exhibitionist. But I get a lot of them from like what I like to call burner accounts. So it'll be like somebody like, you know, with 50 followers who follows 4,000 people and like SpongeBob is their profile picture. And I'll be getting a a dick pic from SpongeBob, basically. (laughs) SpongeBob is actually my Venmo uh, profile pic. Oh, God. Great. Great. (laughs) Now we know where they've been coming from. But (laughs) we know who's been said. I actually thought I said earlier that I that you were going to file a Me Too lawsuit against me because I texted you a couple nights ago saying that my I was worried about my nipples. They're not responding to stimuli. And you said, that's where that's where I'm out. I'm, I'm collecting all our nipple talk and, and putting it into a big blackmail folder. So if you ever wrong me one day, I'm yeah, you're gonna that hire to Gloria Allred and you're gonna fuck me over. I get it. Yeah. I know what you're doing. <laughs> don't think I don't know. 
Um, but I was also, so sometimes I get pictures and then sometimes I get like 10, 15 second videos. And in this video, and I've seen guys do this before. I don't know if this is a thing I'm unaware of, but he's like really hard and he's like flicking it. And I'm like, are you testing for buoyancy? Like, why are you, (laughs) what are you doing? I think the flicking like kind of keeps it erect. Oh, it's like a thing. Okay, okay. I think I think it's like a blood pressure thing. I, I could be wrong. A blood pressure. I, I, thing? I don't. I don't do the flicking, but I'm imagining it, and I think that has to help. Oh my! Well, listen. I have high blood pressure. You don't see me over here in public, like rubbing my vagina and being like, "No, no, no!" I just have high blood pressure. I'm just checking on it. <laughs> just checking it. No, he he wants the opposite. He wants the high blood pressure in his dick. Oh, he he wants to get it like pumping. Oh, okay. exactly. He's getting it going. Um. Yeah, that's like it's, speaking. I've, of, I've I've heard of guys using a, a string around their penis and kind of keeping it tight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're yeah, in small, porn, small penis problems. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> maybe he has problems, or I guess if you're in porn, I guess you got to kind of keep it hard for a long time. I don't know if this is true, but I heard sometimes guys put rubber bands. You know, yeah, to, especially male strippers. That's what that's a big trick they do. Oh, to keep the blood because, flowing. Yeah, because a lot of Viagra will fuck you up. So some of these porn stars and some of these strippers don't take Viagra because it'll fuck up your body if you constantly take it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they'll do stuff like rubber bands and shit like that. You know, you're very knowledgeable about this for somebody who you know <laughs> who claims who that watches Disney yeah. movies. Yeah, for someone who watches Disney movies and acts like they're so above all this, you, you seem to know a lot about rubber bands and erections. I'm, I'm just saying. I um, love porn. Well, who doesn't? I mean, that's like this podcast is like could be more aptly named like, you know, the Pornhub uh, promotion <laughs> network, honestly. No, I, I think I should learn the rubber band trick from a uh, interview with what's the guy at Magic Mike? I don't know why I don't remember his name. Right oh, now. Channing Tatum. Yeah, Channing Tatum. I think he was on Howard. I think he was talking about it. Oh, that's like... Because he used to be he used to be a male stripper. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Um, probably a damn good one, too. I'm uh, sure. That's like one thing that I've, I'm not into. Like, if I were to go out... Like, for my bachelorette party, I I want to go to a female strip club. I don't want to go to a male strip club. But what's, what's the... I don't want to... No. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you've ever seen... They have them on, like, Pornhub, too. Uh, there's parties... Where girls, are, it's like a bachelorette party, and all the girls are like sucking the stripper's cock, or like fucking the, the male stripper. Oh no, 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 no! That's yeah. Like... And on top of that, having it recorded and put it on Pornhub. Yeah, I don't know. Is that real though, or is that is it's like it's you... real? You can sign up for it. I don't even. I don't know. But like, you're telling me that somebody actually did that, or they did it for the video. No, they do it for fun. It's part of the party. I don't know. That sounds like some like that to me. That's either you're doing it for the porno or you live in Florida because nothing <laughs> nothing matters and nothing makes sense when you live in Florida. So that was a Florida bachelorette party. I think probably you know. it's probably all filmed in Florida. I just don't like. It's funny because I remember I remember I talked about this like on my old podcast, but I don't like corny bachelorette parties. Like I don't like you know with like the bullshit and all the stuff. Like I, when you come to my bachelorette party, it's gonna be dirty. Like fun. It's going to be dirty alpha male shit fun at my bachelorette party. <laughs> there's like going to be, I yeah, there's going to be strippers. Like it's going to be but no hats or no weird sashes. Like we're all going to look whatever. We'll have our clothes off, but I, you what know, about no, the, the no penis cameras. Because girls love like the, 
the penis decorations for the bachelorette party. Is no. that a thing you're into? No, I don't. What? what? No, I don't need. <laughs> I mean, I love them, but I don't need them as my straw to have a good mm. time. That's okay. That's just me. I know people are into it. I'm just like, no, no, no. I don't want to do that. Um, I don't like the corny weddings. That's what I'm about. I hate the weddings that look like every single other Etsy wedding, you know? Mm. Don't even get me started on the wedding bullshit. Mm -hmm. First of all, it's like the fucking hashtags and the, you know, like everything has to be like a big thing. Like, how about just get fucking married and have a good party? Yeah. Like, I I, miss the I I cannot tell you how many weddings I get invited to that I shouldn't been invited to. Like, I don't know these people that well, but they invite me to it, you know? Yeah, I don't, it's like, that's not even, I don't even mind going, and I don't mind doing the whole thing. I just think that, like, nowadays, it's like, everything's overkill. Like, everybody has to have, like, you know, again, it's like the hashtags, and the announcements, and the extras, and there's, like, 40 parties. It's like, when I can, I can assure people, when I get married, like, all... I want from you is to come and have a good time. It's going to be me getting married and then me throwing the rager of a century. Mm. You know, you don't need to do a ton of stuff. You don't have to like do a ton of stuff for me. There doesn't need to be any hashtags like rhymes, rhythms, you know, magic leprechauns, whatever. No, it's just going to be a good old fashioned party after I get hitched. That's the kind of chick I am. I can't wait until my extended Puerto Rican family realizes they're not invited to my wedding. (laughs) Oh no, they're invited to my wedding. I don't. <laughs> All like a hundred of them. Oh yeah, that's the thing about me is like I don't. I'm like you know I don't. Want, I want to be no frills about my wedding, but I'm inviting everybody. Like I'm no, inviting I'm, I, everybody. No, I've no, met. I'm the opposite. You know, it's up to the girl. If 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 my wife wants to invite everyone, sure, okay, that's fine. You know, make this your day. Otherwise, if it's up to me, it's my close friends, and if possible, lots of pot. Oh, you want a stoner wedding because you're a stoner. I'd love that. But the only thing is my mom would be heartbreaking, bro- broken. Oh, yeah. She would not. That would not go well. I don't think that would jive very well. No. Um. Yeah, no. My family, too. Like, I already told my grandmother. I'm like, she. I was sending her wedding dresses. And she's like, all of these wedding dresses are like, they have a slit up you know, to your vagina, like they have deep, (laughs) it's like a plunging neckline. And I'm like, yeah, because that's who I am. Like, you think I'm going to get married in some, like a turtleneck? Like, no, I'm going to be me on my (laughs) wedding day. I am going to be, and you know me, I I can't say that I'm low maintenance in every situation, but when it comes to my wedding, I am going to be the most low maintenance bride. I'm just going to be like, fucking show up, try not to vomit on the photographer and just have a good time. You know, I'm not... (laughs) There's not rules. So you're, you're getting trashed at your wedding. I don't think I'll get trashed because I'm vain and I want to look good in my pictures. But I'm just okay. saying that I'm not going to put that pressure on other people. Um, yeah, everyone else can get trashed. Sure. I know. I. Uh, it's funny because my friend, my really good friend Lisa, who I've been friends with since like you know the sixth grade, we've been friends for a very long time. She was supposed to get married this summer, but because of COVID, they had to push the wedding out a year, which I know has happened to a, you know a bunch of different people. And but originally, when we were planning my trips home, I said I'm coming home for the wedding, and then I can either come home for your bridal shower or your bachelorette. And before I even finished the sentence, she was like, come for my bachelorette. Like, I am that friend. She's like, fuck the bridal shower. I want you there for my bachelorette. And I'm like, you know what? Good choice. Because honestly, if there's one that I'm better at, it's definitely going to be the night of debauchery. That's And also, bridal showers are bullshit. 
Yeah, I mean, I just was like, I'll send a gift and I'll send like, you know, a videogram. But I was like, do you even, I said to her, do you even want me at your bridal shower with like all of your aunts and your grandmothers? Like I'm like a liability at a bridal shower. You don't want me there. You want me at the bachelorette. And she agreed. So, um, but I'm, I am excited to celebrate her wedding next year. Why is there no groom shower? Does that exist? No, because men are not, you know, what is, a groom shower is like, is what? A right fantasy on. football draft. That's the groom shower right there. <laughs> well, I'm about to change things. If you Listen, if you have a groom shower, I'll come to it. That's for sure. Thank you. Um, Might be guys only, but we'll see. That's sexist. That's sexist. And you know what? Now when I counter sue you for the Me Too lawsuit, you're going to file against me. I'm going to put that. I'm going to put that in my counter suit. <laughs> oh, yeah? Well, Al said this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hire a good defense attorney. Um, speaking of, well, we were speaking earlier about like unsolicited things on Instagram. I just want to set the record straight. Uh, a lot of people have been asking me to give them my OnlyFans link. I am not on OnlyFans. Th- that was a joke. Yes, yeah, that was a joke. I, I don't have an OnlyFans. I'm flattered that you think I do or that you even want my link, but I am not on OnlyFans. I don't plan to be anytime in the near future, although, you know, well, God only knows. Let me ask the listeners. Let me ask the audience. Um, would you want an OnlyFans if it was completely non-nude? I like, Brie would offer one, and it's just her comedy, and she's fully clothed. In fact, more clothed than she is as usual. And, uh, you know, $10 a month. Would you be interested in something like that? I, I think no, but we'll try, we'll try it out. Um, I know you said to me the other day, you're like, well, you don't have to do nudes. You could do lewds, which I, I thought you meant quaaludes, but you meant, <laughs> you meant that I could do like non, like non fully nude, like implied nudes. Like I yeah. could do like sexy yeah, it's like pictures. A, it's like a sexual, uh, picture with your clothes on. Right. And put that on OnlyFans. Um, you know, probably not the worst idea, but I am hanging on by a thread with my family right now. So I think that <laughs> for the sake of, you know, my relationship with them, I'm going to I'm going to not do that. Um, but yeah, just to set, up, set the record straight, I do not have an OnlyFans. Um, thank you for asking if I do, but it does not exist. She does have a private Snapchat. So yeah. I ask her for that. I do. There is a private Snap group going, which, you know, there's a fee to join that. But that's we'll put that on another podcast. <laughs> Um, I was also thinking about like, well, for a a few different reasons, mainly partly because of the OnlyFans thing, but I was thinking about, you know, webcam girls this week and, um, Mm. how that's kind of like ever since coronavirus, that business is sort of booming because, you know, people, you know, aren't speaking of not touching each other. They're not touching each other. They can't go to strip clubs. Uh, it's probably a little bit more dangerous to get an escort or a hooker than it was before because of what's going on. So the webcam industry is booming. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how anyone could get a hooker right now. Like that is such a risk. Yeah. I mean, although I guess if you're desperate enough or you don't believe in COVID or whatever, or if you live in Florida, you don't care. That's the answer. Yeah. So, have you been uh, dabbling in the online webcamming? No, I just I it's been on the brain because it's you know it's sort of somebody's brought it up in my life in different ways. Like you know, (laughs) without saying her name, Al has a new friend who is uh, an exotic dancer who cannot work right now, and so um, she is now doing webcam things. 
And yeah, I, I, my my neighbor, I, I met her when I moved in last year. Mm-hmm. Extremely nice person. She happens to be a stripper. And uh, as this whole COVID thing happened, uh, you know, that's not an option right now. So, and she she's not great with computers, so she asked me to help her. Uh, set up a, a Cam Soda account and a Streammate account. So I'm being introduced to this world now. I know, and I kept I kept saying to you, I feel like you're living inside of a porn plot. Like I'm like, oh, your hot neighbor, <laughs> your hot stripper neighbor wants you to set up their OnlyFans account or what your Cam Soda account. I'm like, oh my, this is crazy. Um, <laughs> but you're such a good dude. And of course, all my friends, you know, they hear that I'm neighbors with a stripper and they're all like, you know, you got to do her, man, you know. Well, I, that's what I said too when you first time. I was like, "Oh my god, you, this is amazing! This is like yeah, you know, you're every guy. guy's dream <laughs> to have a stripper neighbor who want who wants help." You know, I was like, "Oh, good for you, Al. You know, you'll get touched before I do." But here's um, a lesson uh, to all the males listening right now: and call me a pussy. I don't care. But every girl doesn't want to have sex with you. That's Aww. not always the case. <laughs> you're such a sweet boy. You're so pure. Um, oh, thank you. I, uh, speaking of purity, like, uh, and, and people who are not like Al, I have another friend, I, I won't say his name, but he, uh, met a porn star on Hinge and, you know, sort of like dated slash slept with her for a while. I was, of course, you know me, I was mesmerized by this story. Um, but I was like, you know, what, like, it was like, he was like telling me about her and he's like, yeah, we have a date on Friday. And as he's telling me, I'm watching like I'm looking at this woman's vagina because it's all over the internet like it's a very weird experience when your friend dates a porn star um, yeah because everyone knows exactly what he's getting yeah right like I said to him I was like text me when she comes over and then I'm gonna start her porn and it'll be like we're in sync you know on a certain level and he was like no I'm not gonna fucking do he's like no ew and and, and you got your VR goggles and you got your uh yeah <laughs> I'm you like, got your vibrator, like I'm there. so it's like almost like you're going through the same exact thing. Right. I'm like, take one for the team, dude. I'm by myself. Like, let me join in on this one way or another. <laughs> um, but no, so he was, so, you know, like they hooked up and I was like, you know, I'm like, was it, because in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's every guy's dream. But he said to me, he was like, it's really cool, but then also kind of nerve wracking and intimidating at the same time. He's like, you know, on the one hand, like, it's like amazing. But then it's also like I'm thinking about, you know, all the people who have, you know, seen her naked, all the people who she's done this with, um, like stuff like that. Right. And everyone that has done it with her is probably way better than he is. Well, that's what he was thinking. He was like, and then there's like this self-conscious aspect of like, oh, my God, like she's so great at sex. And now I'm like, normally I think I'm good. But now I'm like, fuck, am I good? Or like to her, am I like a novice? Because if you do it for a living, you're like an expert. So, yeah, but he needs to remember that like she's just a human. She understands his situation. You know, she's probably been through this before. So he needs to relax. He'll be fine. Um, How'd that end up? Are they still dating? No, I mean, I don't. I think that like occasionally they hook up, but he was like, it's not. Um, you know, it's not consistent. I probably because of all the things that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I remember one of the things that he said to me was like, he was like, yeah, like I remember like he has mirrors in his bedroom and he's like, I, you know, when we were having sex, she like, you know, like he's like every once in a while, like, I guess like, you know, every once in a while he would like take a look in the mirror when he's having sex with a girl. He's like, but mm-hmm. this was the first chick who like took my head and like faced it towards the mirror. 
And wow. he was like, yeah, because that's what he said. He was like, oh, it was so hot. But also I was like, holy shit. Like, what am I doing? Like, he's like, I felt like, you know, he probably feels like a little boy. You know, he feels <laughs> yeah. like he's like 15. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't say I little boy. Him. Sorry. Yeah, no, I understand the situation. I know a lot of guys that uh, that put mirrors on their ceiling. You know, it's funny that you say that because so um, – so I'm actually like I'll let the audience know I'm moving next week. I'm moving to a new apartment. And I was thinking about the whole mirror sex thing because my new apartment has a big mirror that faces where my bed will be. And I kind of liked that idea. I'm like, oh, I think I'm into that. Um, but I and I I, I, I didn't realize. Well, I kind of knew it was like a fantasy. But now that you're saying it, I'm like, oh, the, people definitely talk about it. Right? Oh, yeah. But uh, I, I, I'm the opposite. I don't want to see myself. In fact, I like very dimmed lights, you know. Black uh, lights definitely help. I don't, you know, part of me feels like, you know, God forbid I catch myself at the wrong angle. It'll be like permanently burned in my brain. And I don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I need that. But I don't know, like part of me also likes the idea of like being able to see my, but also like if you can see yourself, then you know what you look like. So if a piece of hair or like an appendage needs to be adjusted at any point during sex, you have a visual and you know where you need to correct, you know? That's true. Mid, I, think it, I think it just matters because, you know, if you're an attractive person or not. I don't want to see my sweaty asshole, you know? <laughs> well, when you put it that way, I mean, yeah. But I was also thinking about, um, and I was when I was thinking about moving, I was thinking about the first place that I ever stayed when I moved to LA. So when I came to LA, I had a job lined up, but I didn't have a place to live. So, and I had to be out here in two weeks. I had to pack up my life and be out in LA in two weeks. So my mother was like, you know, I was looking for apartments and she was like, you know what, why don't you just get an Airbnb for the first month, you know, get acclimated and then go apartment hunting when you get there. So I end up airbnb with this guy. He was like this. He's very attractive. He was a French guy. He had a very good job at a very ritzy hotel here in L.A. And, um, I, you know, it's, it sounded really good on paper. And mm. then when I got there, it was like, um, what is it called? Like a harem or like a, what do you call it? I don't know what you're talking about. Like a brothel? I don't fucking know. It was like a sex den, whatever. <laughs> what he the was fuck? He, this French guy, like he was really um he was like really into Asian chicks. Did your mom and dad know that you were going to stay with a French guy? They did, but they were like, "Oh, he has a good job and if anything happens, she, you know, she'll call us." And Oh, that's strange. You, you, like normally my mom would be very nervous about that, but I think that she like she actually she booked it because she you know as her gift to me she, <laughs> she couldn't wait for you to get out of the house she was like yeah she was like get the fuck out I don't care if you're trafficked you know by Pierre just get out of the house <laughs> um no I think that she just was like I remember she booked it for me as her going away gift and so she was like you know she was the one messaging him when she booked it and so she kind of was like oh you know it's my daughter and I guess she felt like because she talked to him you know she felt comfortable but also maybe that he would be on his best behavior Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so this French guy, so I get there, everything's fine. And then within a couple days, I realize this guy is really into Asian chicks. Like yeah. um, there was just a barrage of Asian women coming in and out of that apartment. I thought we were holding K-pop auditions. That's how <laughs> do, many well, do attractive. You th- do you think, I'm sorry if this comes off racist. I don't think it is. Uh, do you think they were, you know, sex workers? 
No, 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 no. They were just attractive women. No, no, it was not like I did not get that vibe. He like, just had a, he just had a thing for Asians. He just had a thing for Asians, attractive Asian women, and then they were just coming in and out of the apartment at all hours. And like I said, I I felt like we. This I'm sounds like, like sex workers. <laughs> I think I, I think you, you overlooked this. I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe it could have been, but I didn't really feel that way at the time. But I swear to God, I was like, are we holding K-pop auditions like in this apartment? What would? Where are all these women coming? It was like a revolving door. It was like a casting couch for attractive Asian women. Was that why you you left? Well, I didn't have a choice. I had this. I sort of like I paid for like a full you know month, and it was not you know refundable. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna stick it out. And th- not only would he have these women in there, but they would have loud ass sex. And the apartment was set up so that my bedroom and his bedroom were right next to each other, so I could hear everything. And I was wor- like, I was worried that my like my industrial strength vibrator, the magic wand, sometimes it can be loud, like depending on the fabric. <laughs> Depending on the fabric of the bed, it can be kind of loud. And so I was like nervous that my vibrator was going to be too loud. Meanwhile, they're like banging like rabbits. And I'm like, oh, now I don't have to worry about my vibrator, I guess, because they're doing whatever. (laughs) So, you know. Hey, Pierre fucks. Pierre fucks, man. And he also had this rule where, you know, he was like, you could not wear shoes in the apartment. The minute you walked in the door, you had to take off your shoes, which isn't really a weird rule. I mean, the streets of LA are dirty, but I just thought it was funny that like you could fuck on any surface of the apartment and that was okay, but God forbid you wear your shoes and he was kicking you out. That was the end of it. So it was like a weird, weird set of rules. Um, But yeah, I don't know. That was like my, that was my first living experience in LA. Have you ever thought about asking them to you know, get in there with them? No, because I'm not Asian. I was like, I'm not going to qualify, I guess. Yeah, that's true. So, and at that point, I was like so, I was like so green. I was so new to LA. It was like, oh my God, I just want to <laughs> get in and get out. At well, this that's point, exciting you're going to a new place, though. I'm, I'm happy for you. I mean, yeah, I'm excited too. I think it'll be good. Um, I'm like not looking I'm like you know I have to get I just hired the movers the other day I like work I did hire the same people I hired last time it was like these Russian dudes um so I don't know maybe they'll, maybe I'll luck out and they'll send a hot Russian guy with the moving company oh that's I, a that's a fantasy right there yeah I could like kill two birds with one stone so they'll move me in and then I'll be able to be touched for the first time in six years and three three birds with one stone you'll get COVID and and I'll get COVID. I'll get hopefully I'll get the antibodies. I could die or I could get the antibodies. It's really one or the other. Um, I uh, the other night, as you know, part of my MMA studies, I was watching the documentary "Fighting for a Generation," which is like the, it's like a twenty year synopsis of the UFC. Um, and I won't get into the nitty gritty because I know I'm not gonna. Last time I talked about UFC, Al said, you know, I was a little bored. Because I'm not really into UFC. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You broke my heart, but that's okay. You know, we won't. <laughs> that's fine. Um, but I just wanted to tell everybody that in because Joe Rogan has been, you know, he's been with the UFC for a very long time. Al. Right. Yeah. Um, o- almost since it's like inception or it's Yeah, I don't, I don't know the UFC without Joe Rogan. They've gone hand in hand since yeah. I've known about them. Yeah. Absolutely. So they have all these old clips of him in there and he's so young. He's practically a fetus. Like, you know, he has hair. I never knew. I knew he had like I've seen him with like uh, when the hairline has already receded, like when the hair has already started to retreat and it's like Mm -hmm. the game is is pretty the battle has been lost. I've seen him with that kind of hair, but he had a full like a carpet of dark, thick hair 
in these old videos. And I was like, holy shit, I never even know. I didn't even know he had that at any point in his life. Um, yeah, I, I used to watch a show, uh, news radio he was on. Mm-hmm. You know, it was on like TV Land or or Nick and Knight or some crap. And he was on that and he had a full head of hair in that. So that's, that's the only reason I knew. He was on TV Land? Yeah, news radio. Do you remember that show with uh, with Andy Dick and uh, and Phil Hartman? Kind oh Phil Hartman R I P. Um, kind of. I I wasn't a fan of the show personally, but uh, it went on a few seasons. It was pretty popular, and that was like his first starting gig uh, when he was like doing comedy. God, that man has done everything. Um, but I was like laughing because I was like, when I think of Joe Rogan as a child, I just see him as a miniature version of how he is now like dr evil and mini me i just think it's like the current joe rogan but just shrunken down into like a 10 year old's (laughs) body i can't see him as a kid i can't see him any other way so it was weird for me like when i think of joe rogan as a kid I, i imagine him like 10 years old you know, at the lunch table, you know, with tattoos and like a black T-shirt, educating his classmates on DMT and trying to sell them, you know, Alpha Brain or some other Onyx supplement, <laughs> trying to hawk his shit at the lunch t- at the cafeteria. Um, I mean, who else is at this cafeteria? Is there is there like little Alex Jones and? <laughs> oh, that would be such a cute series if it was like, yeah, if it, if. It, <laughs> If the school was like just miniature versions of what we have now. Yeah, it was like Muppet Babies, but all Joe Rogan people. Yeah. Oh my God, I would love it. Old podcasters. There's so many people who could be in it too. Like you could have like mini Eddie Bravo, like talking about insane QAnon conspiracy theories. And then you could have like, um, what's her name? I I think we're on to something. I think think that's an idea. Yeah, fuck. We better shut up because I don't want to, you know, this idea is trademark. Nobody can take it. Just everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it was just, I was thinking of baby Joe Rogan and then, um, I promised you this episode was going to be short. I'm going to wrap it up soon. But what is the note you want to end on? Huh? No one steal the rights to little Rogan because that's a show we're going to make. Oh yeah. Nope. Nobody can steal the rights to little Rogan because Al and I are starting that show. So <laughs> you can't steal that. Oh my God. Fuck man. I feel like we should even cut it out because I really... I feel like this has legs. No, it's, it's been said. It's been documented. If anyone steals the idea, we can use this in court. Yeah, if anyone steals the idea, we're going to hire Gloria Allred and we're going to sue your ass. So you can't do anything <laughs> with this idea. Um, but I think that's the perfect note to part on. Don't steal our shit or we're going to fucking sue you. Um, mm-hmm. But okay, everybody. Until next time, the twins and I love you. We're sorry there's no OnlyFans. You're just going to have to get your fill um, on the podcast and on Instagram. Uh, But if the economy gets any worse, maybe your dreams will come true. And if so, I'll send you the link. But until next time, guys, we love you. This has been a Lugho podcast.